Yeah, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Talk with TMD podcast. My name is um, Adebi Adodoto, and I want to start by appreciating those who took their time to listen to last week's edition. Those who shared and commented, we are really grateful. By the grace of God, this week's episode will also be a wonderful package. Stay tuned and relax because it is going to be awesome. Today we are going to be discussing a topic that is common, but most of us we don't understand. Let us pray. Father, as we go into your word, we pray that you open our eyes of understanding, that we may see what we need to see, and we may know what we need to know. In Jesus' name, Amen. So today we'll be talking about friendship. But the major point we are going to discuss today is divining true friendship. Divining true friendship. How to firstly, how to first know that friends are not just found, they are made. So any friend that is close to you today is because of the choice that you made. One point in time. You chose, you allowed that friend to be close to you. Your close friend today was not forced on you. It is of your own doing. Get that point first. At the end of this podcast, we will be discussing, before the end of this podcast actually, we will be discussing various parameters, various testers to know if actually the friend you are moving with is worth it or if you yourself are a true friend. If you are, I'm going to give you some characteristics you are supposed to find in a friend and characteristics that you are not supposed to find in a friend. So if you check your friend thoroughly and you can't find these things in them, I think you need to rethink about the purpose of your relationship with that person. Now, I've categorized friendship into two. I said they are fatal friends and they are faithful friends. Yes, they are fatal friends and they are faithful friends. Now, so you know, casual friends are as a result of they come into our life as a result of circumstances. But close friends are the result of choice. Now, fatal friends and faithful friends. Let me give you some characteristics of a fatal friend. So, if you check these things in the life of your friend and you are seeing the traces, then that relationship is not that good. Number one factor of a fatal friend is that they are always selfish. You will know they are always selfish. They think only of themselves and of themselves alone. They only do things that will be of benefit to them rather than of a benefit to the both of you. Some even go as far as even explaining you. In what sense? Like they are only interested in you because of what they are getting from you. Once that thing is gone, or one that privilege you have is gone, they too, they are gone. Selfish friends, they prefer to ride you. They prefer their own opinion 
their own decisions and matters to always prevail. They don't want to care what you have to say. They just want you to just follow their own ideas, follow their own plan, follow their own decisions. A selfish friend is always demanding. Do this for me. Okay, yeah, I do. Second day, do this for me. Third day, do this for me. And it's becoming consistent. It's becoming constant. It's becoming constant. So it got the time I see you are the one that is just doing everything. The friend is just too over demanding on you. And you cannot speak out. If you have a friend that is like that, that friend is a parasite. If you have a friend that is always demanding for you, that is always asking for you, that is always you are not getting anything from his side, but he's always tapping, he's always tapping from you. That friend is a fatal friend. Another facet of a fatal friend is that they are gossipers and they are mockers. You know, there are some people that when you tell them something, you think that okay, yeah, it is safe with them, but no. They too have people that they speak of you evil to also. The worst part is that some people even joke about your issues and embarrass you in the public. All in the, all in the name of you are just joking, you are just joking, there's nothing there, you are just joking. Why will you be using my own personal issues to create fun? Why will you be using my own personal issues to make jokes? You are you are exposing me to the ultraviolet rays of the public. So if you have a friend that is always stripping you naked in the public. If you have a friend that is always rendering you down in the public. If you have a friend that is always making people to laugh at you in the public. That friend is not a good friend. Check yourself. Check the relationship. A friend is supposed to be a cover. A friend is supposed to be a shield. A friend is supposed to back you up. But if you have a friend that is always making jest of you, that is always using your issues as a fun thing in the public that is not a friend and that characteristic is that if you have a friend a father friend is someone that criticizes them say that nailer they like to nail you every time you nail you to the press there, there's nothing you do that there, there are some times that you will do something and you expect comments from them that are worked on no you will not say anything or you may just give little regard to what you think is is what what you think that you spend your time on. You know, it does seem somehow painful when you actually thought that you did this thing and it was a, uh, a very good conversation, but she's just like, yeah, yeah, you try, you try, yeah, something, something. If you do not have a friend that is always encouraging, if you do not have a friend that is always supporting the little things you do. That friend is not your friend. If you have a friend that is always complaining, is always complaining, always complaining, is always comp- complaining, doesn't see any anything good in whatever you do, and I'm telling you, that friend is not for your good at all. The last point, a fatter friend, a fatter friend that those that leads you astray, like the both of you do bad things together and you know you both know that the things are bad because you don't want the friendship to break you cannot speak out he encourages you she encourages you to, to sometimes not all the time actually sometimes do something against your conscience sometimes do something against the purpose that 
pray that you do something, do something that will hurt you. It will hurt you in your own sight, which I will force you the friendship to break. You just just have to submit. Let me tell you, when, when you get into a, a, a relationship that somebody is controlling, when you get into a relationship that is only one party that that is in charge, that friendship is no longer friendship. It's, it, it is now slavery. Because in a friendship, the both parties are supposed to be equal. In friendship, the both parties are supposed to be equal. Like in both decision making, they are supposed to be the same. There is nobody that you are not supposed to be superior to the other. The two of you should be liable to connections to each other. So if you are spending time with a friend that is always loyal to do evil, that is always that is always pushing you, that is always planting that seed, planting that seed of evil in your mind to do it, and you know that it is bad because of the fear of losing. Person, you just have to submit. Let me tell you, you are going down the wrong path. Don't you know that anybody that if you spend too much time with a boxer, Tyson Fury, it is um Anthony Joshua, if you spend too much time with them, very soon you also will be throwing punches. So if you spend too much time with somebody that is bad, or if or if you are just if you are involved or, or yoked with somebody that leads you to do it, very soon also you too will be doing it. Now I've told you faster friends. The calories of death. So check your friends that they're moving with right now. And if any of these traces is in them, please I want you to check your, your relationship because friendship is supposed to have a purpose. It's supposed to be divine. Why are we friends? We are supposed to have a definition. Your relationship with anybody should have a definition. Now that's about personal friends. What about faithful friends? You just if you see these characteristics in your friends, let me tell you, you are. You have a good friend. Faithful friend. Number one, they are loving. They love you for who you are. They love you no matter your dressing. They love you no matter the way you speak. They appreciate your personality. They are, they are not ashamed of you anywhere. They even love you even when you make mistakes. So when you have people like that around you, when you have people around like that that supports you, then you have a good friend. Number two, a faithful friend forgives. You know the true test of any friendship is the, forgi- the forgiveness factor. The um, true friendship is determined by how quickly the both of you reconcile together after quarrel or disagreement. Because there is in any, in every relationship with anybody. Of any set of people, there is born to be quarrel, there is born to be disagreement. But how quickly or how fast the two parties are able to resolve the issues amicably determines the strength of that relationship. A true friend forgives and doesn't bring it back. A true friend forgives and what and doesn't bring it back. So if you have somebody that is always repeating your mistakes to you. If you have somebody that is, that is even keeping dates, that ah, you know today today marks four months when you actually do this to me. You know today marks um six months, two weeks when you actually said this to me. So if you have a friend that is recording those kind of rubbish in their mind, you cannot go far with such person because that person will always have something against you. So if something wants to happen again, you'll be like, hey, you did this for me that time. You always bring that thing back. That person is 
not your friend. Another category of a faithful friend is somebody that you can be confident in. You can be confident in a good listener. Yes, I will combine the two together. It must be someone you can count on. It must be someone you can share your secrets with without being afraid of it leaking out to the public. It must be someone with self-control. Someone that does not condemn you for your actions. But rather, I encourage you to be more stronger in God. It's someone that does not prove to be old, that is patient, that is calm, that is cool, that is ready to listen to you. Many relationships today that the the wives of relationships are slack today because they are not listeners. Everybody is busy, everybody is busy. There are some times that you want to share things with you, but because of you are not ready to listen, you are not ready to absorb. Or I just tell you something, but the way you react to what I told you is not what I expected. So you are not your mind is not with me you are just hearing what i'm saying but you are not listening to what i'm saying so you must be someone that when your friend or someone that when you are depressed you know it just a little if when you pick up your phone and call the person the person will distance to you and and just and, and brings your mind down when you have someone like that on your contact list then you are very good you are good to go and that character of a faithful friend, I've mentioned three now. I said they are loving, they are forgiving, you must be a confident and listener. Number four, you must be very sensitive. You must, your friend must be someone that, that understands you, that, that knows what you need. You know, it's not until I tell you, it's not until your friend tells you what they are lacking. Sometimes you look at your friend and you say, ah, this, if I give him this thing, he's going to appreciate it. That means you are, you are sensitive, you know what your friend needs. It's not, it's not until you or she opens their mouth and tells you that, please, can I see just something? No. You two will know that this guy needs something, this girl needs something. It's your duty as a friend to be sensitive to the, to the needs of your friend. It's your duty as a friend to be sensitive to the emotions of your friend. To be able to know when something is wrong with your friend, even when your she is putting on the biggest smile. So if you have anybody that is doing that, is that that knows you very well, you have anybody that, that, or if your friends that you have, they don't really care about your emotions, they don't really know your your switch button, your on and off, what turns you, what turns you down, that means you need, you need to check your relationship, or maybe it's even yourself, you don't even know when your friend is really, really happy, or when your friend is just pretending to be smiling. This kind of little, little things is what strengthens a relationship. When you're, when you're able to detect, when you're able to know without somebody telling you, when you are shocked, you, you, you read their emotions. You know when to pity them, you know, you know when not to pity them, you know when to give them space, you know when to offer grace. These are the things that, that build up a very strong relationship. On that point, something you must find in a faithful friend is that. They are sharpeners. They sharpen you. Iron sharpens iron. So that just as a man sharpens the contents of his friend, that you must have people around you that will drag you from the mud, that will help you become the person that God wanted you to be. You get my point? There must be some people that will be rubbing your blade with oil every morning. Rubbing your blade with oil every morning, sharpening your blade, 
and at the same time, you also must have somebody you are sharp in every morning. Resourceful people, they help to ignite your passion. They sparkle it up. You must have people that, you know what, that ignite your passion. You must have people that share your passion with you. You must have people that catch your passion and help you translate it into something bigger. You must have people around you that enjoy your passion. So if you check your friends and they are not actually behaving or they are not actually giving everything I've seen now, then that means you need to check their relationship very well. When, when, when that your friend is not concerned about your own goals, is not concerned about you told you, you told him all that, ah, that I love I love to play this game, and, uh, I love uh, doing this, and he's not responding, he's not doing anything to sparkle up that passion in you, he's not doing anything to assist you in the goals that God has laid in your, in your path, he's not even, he, he, your passion is not even catching his attention, so what is the purpose of our, our, our friendship is, is, is more of like a symbiont relationship, you are supposed to be benefiting from and the both ends you're supposed to be enjoying just like saying that in biology the both ends needs to be benefited from the relationship no parasitism at all so our friends help a good friend that sharpens and the last point by which covers all is that you must have a friend that is honest with you yes honest is the best policy yes you like what I'm saying you must have a friend that is honest Honest in the sense that he's never afraid to tell you the bitter, the bitter words, the bitter things. When you have a friend that cannot challenge you, yet something wrong. That friend is not your friend. You must have somebody that must be able to look into your eyes and tell you that no, what you did is wrong. The way you spoke to that lecturer is wrong. The way you responded to that guy is wrong. You must, your friend must be able, must be ready. Must be able to stab you in the front. Your, your complaints of backstabbers, right? Mm-hmm. Your friend must be ready to stab you in the front. So that must be able to must be ready to confront you. So if you if you not have anybody around you, everybody just looking at you as you are doing something bad, nobody to call you whatsoever. Or the, the, the friend that you are keeping with does not even care if you actually go pay down the rent to him. Does not even care if you actually get continue doing bad. That friend is not your friend. A friend should not be comfortable when his or her partner is going against the will of God. A friend should not be comfortable when his or her partner is not in the right place. So if your friend does not do these things that have been saying for long, you need to check that person very well. If your friend does not complain, does not have these characteristics you have mentioned with long, you need to check your friend very well. Friendship is not by force, it's by choice. It's something you, you design on your own to make that person close to you. And since the both of you are in a relationship, the both of you need to sit down, design that you start to design your relationship. Know, know why the both of you are friends. And know that any friendship that does not bring fruit is not a, it's not a friendship. Two friends are working together, and one is a straight A student, and the other is D, a D student, a C student. No, 
that is not the same diagnostic relationship. They are both of you are supposed to help each other, bring each other up academically, bring each other up spiritually, bring each other up morally, and sometimes bring each other up financially, as the case may be. You are supposed to help each other stand. So if if you a, a person that that just leaves somebody or they are happy, you know what I'm saying? Because some people are even happy if they are better than their friend. They are even they are even joyful and they are joyful as as their friend is not actually getting those marks. They are joyful as their friends are actually scoring down the marks in class. So yeah, that's yeah, that's a very bad idea. Now the second is that you check your friends. Are they really worth it? Like are they do they really deserve to be my friend? It's not because you are a person that's a purpose-driven person. You must have somebody that is also purposely driven. Or maybe the problem is not even with the friends, but maybe the problem is even with us. Are we loving? Do we forgive? Are we somebody they can confide in? Are we, are we sensitive to the emotions of, of people around us? Are we, do, we, do we have somebody we are, we are sharpening every morning? Many blunt, many blunt blades, many blunt destinies around us. Who have you touched before? Who have you hurt before? Or those people you are moving into, who are, how many times have you impacted something good in their lives before? The problem will never be with the friend, as I said. The problem will be with us. It may be we that we, that we are missing. Check yourself too. Check yourself to assess your own personality. This psychiatrist I mentioned to you, sit down with yourself and check if you yourself have all these things in your life. If you are not a fatal friend to others, check yourself. And by doing so, I want you to just bring your mind to the fact that every visit you need a Jonathan, you need somebody actually. To actually help you in your work in destiny. Somebody, you need somebody in every Moses area you want. You need somebody that will push you. You need somebody that will be. Ezekiel was a watch guard in history. You need somebody that that, that must be ready to assist you. Yes, you cannot run this race alone. You cannot run this race. You are not a lone ranger in this world. You cannot run this race alone. You need. So, so if you think that you actually don't need anybody, you don't actually need. The key of your destiny actually is one man. Maybe the key to unlock some potentials in you is until you meet that friend or is until you behave very well to that friend. That is when that friend also will open up and impact you tremendously. But when you yourself you a fatter friend, he or she is not seeing anything good coming out from you, he or she will also close up. So check yourself today. Check your check your friends also. The people, you know, the people you move with in life will actually determine how far you go. So as you figure that out, I want to just bring to your mind that there is actually a man that has loved us from the beginning before he actually came to this world. He he, he actually demanded, he actually wants our friendship with him. He expects us to reciprocate. Replicate his love for him. Jesus wants to be our friend. He has already paid the price. He just wants you. 
to eradicate what he has done for you. I believe that if you get it right with him, he will help you to get it right with men around you. But once that link with him is severed, you may find it difficult to actually get the link you need in the physical world. So get it right with him first, so that you get it right in the world also. He loves you and he wants to help you by choosing people that will assist you in your work of destiny. Thank you very much. My name still remains Aribi Aribetson. So, till we meet next week again, talk with you and do podcast. God bless you. Happy